Hey, Purpose Claremont. Hey, we're in Matthew 19 um, today and starting at verse 16. Let me pray um, and then we'll jump in. Jesus, thank you for your word. Teach us and convict us, encourage us, whatever is necessary to make us look like Jesus. We're so thankful for you. I love you so much. Thanks. Thank you for your word. Just thank you so much for giving it to us. Pray your blessing on this time in your name. Amen. Uh, if you've been brought up in the church, you've you're familiar with this. And if you haven't, I mean, there's never shame when I say that. Just those of us who've kind of been brought up in the church, we, we've heard certain passages over and over because they're favorites. And now as a preacher, I'm, I go to this one all the time. I preach this message often. Um, but it just, it, the Word of God always takes us deeper and takes us places. And so it's verse 16, And behold, a man came up to him and saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And he said to him, Why do you ask me what is good about what is good? There's only one who is good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. And so a lot a lot of us just sit there and go, Okay, so here's the list. Let's do this. Now watch what he does. He said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, again, he's getting ready to write a list. And Jesus said to him, You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And you shall love your neighbors yourself. So he quotes, most of them are from the Ten Commandments. And then the second one, um, even Jesus quotes it. I think it's later on in Matthew where he's asked, what's the greatest commandment? He's like, love God with everything you have and love your neighbors yourself. It's also taken, I think it's out of the book of Leviticus. And the young man said to him, verse 20, all these I've kept, what do I still lack? So it's, it's, it's I don't know, I'm guessing, this is my guess. It's, it doesn't say this, but it's like, I want to be sitting there going, there's something else, though. There's something that I'm missing that's not right. And so he, he says, what else? What do I still lack? And Jesus said to him, if you would be perfect, go, so like you, this thing you lack, go sell what you possess, sell what you possess, everything he owns, sell it, and give to the poor. So what you make from what you sell, give it all to the poor, and you'll have treasure in heaven, and then come follow me. And that's it. And we said, go, that's it? And yeah, but think about it. If Jesus were to look at you and say, I want you to sell everything you own. And then everything you make from the selling of your property, I want you to give all that to the poor. And I want you to come follow me and realize you have treasure in heaven. That's what I want. And that's what's necessary, that thing in order that you could be perfect, that thing that you lack. Verse 22, when the young man heard this, he went away, he went away sorrowful. Why? For he had great possessions. And then Jesus said to his disciples, Surely I say to you, only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Here's what's dangerous for us when we read this. So often, well, I'm not so often, I think most of the time, whenever we hear about rich people, the rich, those rich people, we never think of ourselves. We think of everybody else. We think of those who make millions and millions every month or week. It's like they just have so much money. And it's like God's pointing out to them. But you have to realize that for the majority of us, at least in America and the States, not all, and some may be listening, and I don't know, you're not, this isn't you, but I think I've heard that if you, if you own a house or, or if you live in a home and you have one TV and one car, you're considered one of the, the richest people on the planet. And so it's, it's really kind of subjective, but we, we skip over these things so very often because we think that it's not talking to us. But then this is, a, this is kind of big. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person near the kingdom of God. So is this a slam on anyone who has material wealth? Nope. But here's what he is saying. In that day, there was an understanding, and I think even still today, and you'll have some uh, name it and claim it people, these prosperity gospel preachers that 
preach that God wants everyone to be wealthy and never to get sick and and never to have difficulties. And it's just not true. It doesn't say that in the Bible. But in that day, if you were healthy and wealthy, that means God was blessing you. And so everybody wanted to be, they looked at the wealthy and thought, you are it. You are God's favored. You must be doing everything right. And here Jesus says, man, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich person in the kingdom of God. And you know that it affects him. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, well, who then, who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. No one can be saved. It's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So on your own, you can't do it. Even if you follow all these rules, you can't do it. But with God, all things are possible. Now you would go back to the passage and go, wait, wait, wait. But he said, come follow me. Yes, guys, that's the invitation that every person on the planet has been given to become followers of Jesus. Again, the Great Commission is go make disciples. The word disciple, go make followers. Go make disciples, go make followers, go make disciples of all nations, baptize them, teach them to obey. We're supposed to make followers. And so when I receive the invitation to, to follow Jesus and I follow, I'm saying, yes, I submit to the Lordship of Jesus. I believe he died on the cross, came back from the dead. I'm calling out to him to save me. I'm submitting to his Lordship. I become a follower. Yeah, that's now possible, but it's because of all of what God did. I can't even submit to Jesus unless the Father draws me to Jesus. It's all about him. So it's, it's possible with God. It's all reliant upon him. Verse 27, then Peter said in reply, See, we have left everything and followed you. What then will we have? Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, in the new world when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel, and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for my name's sake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. So why all of a sudden this massive list? I've never thought of this, but I wonder if this is Jesus's way of making sure that we all understand that there might be one thing that we lack. And for some, it could be Jesus may be telling us, I want you to go do this. And we say, well, what about my house or what about my family? And he's like, but I want you to go. And so we, when, we, when we see the words like left, brother, sister, father, mother, children, or land, it's like, I, I never get to come back to see my family. Guys, I, I know that God is not calling me to just ditch my boys and my wife and never see them again. But he may call me away for a time to be used somewhere. He may call me to sacrifice family time, quote unquote, to go serve, or he may want my family to and myself, all of us, to go serve. It's like this attitude of sacrifice. But it's kind of like whatever could hold us back, that thing that might be lacking for us to actually truly follow Jesus, I think he just kind of throws this in there going, man, everyone who's left house or brother or sister or father or mother or children or lands, and they could, he could probably keep going on with the list, but for my name's sake, for, for my account, it's like for all for Jesus... Man, you're going to receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. You're going to get more. Now here, all of a sudden you go, so tons of money. No, I'll get a hundredfold when it comes to brothers and sisters and fathers and mothers. And I'll get more when it comes to family because I'm, I have this family of God I'm a part of. And when it comes to houses, I, this, the practical part for me is so often um, God has provided an opportunity for me to speak somewhere and I'm put up in somebody's house. And it's like, and then they're so warm and welcoming and and it's kind of like, man, you always have a place to save. You ever want to come back, you have a place to save. So there's another house that I could go back to. I mean, it's like God provides in a very practical way. And on top of that, eternal life. And eternal life, according to John 17, is that I might know God and I might know his son is to have a relationship with God. And he said, but many who are first, yeah, they're going to be last. 
And then the last, they're going to be first. And honestly, I look and go, yeah, that's how it should be. There are so many people who follow Jesus, and they're, they would be considered last in what's happening in the world. And to God, he's saying, but no, 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 you're first. And those who are getting everything now, yeah, you're going to be in the back of the line. But whatever. We still got a hundredfold. We get eternal life. doesn't matter. But what if we all just strive to be last no matter what? Let's just be last. Maybe that's the whole point. It's not, what do I get out of it? It's like, who cares? Let's just be last. This looks so much like Jesus. And Jesus humbled himself, taking the form of a servant. And may we follow his lead. Stood out to me. Wanted to share it. Hope it's a blessing. Love you guys more than you know. We'll talk soon.